0: good afternoon good morning or good evening depending on when you're listening this is the pathway project I am your host Brian Walker joining us today is a pilot from the Tampa Bay area uh, who enjoys uh their their thunderstorms but also their amazing weather uh I'd like to introduce our guest Ken Vancura Ken thank you so much for being on the show how are you
1: uh, I'm doing great and it's uh it's a, it's a pleasure to be here on the podcast with you
0: Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. The Pathway Project, and, and again, a reminder for our listeners: the Pathway Project is is designed to not only get names and 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 faces out to to uh, those who uh, may be hiring or uh, you know looking for uh, you know talent in the future, but it's also to create this amazing network of individuals that can come together and help each other out as they move up in their career. But also, I I have a selfish reason because I just love hearing different pathways to how people have have gotten to to where they are I always love that and uh and here's here's where we're at. so so Ken my my only question my first question I'll have more I have more questions as we go on but my first question is man just start from the beginning tell us where you grew up what was your childhood like let's yeah. start there
1: yeah absolutely and you know when I when I tell people this story they say okay was your dad in the military or you know what uh, was <laughs> but I was born in uh, Macon Georgia. Uh, right there close to Warner Robins Air Force Base, so we knew a lot of folks that were involved with that in one way or yeah. another, and uh, lived there until I was about uh, seven years old, and then we made our first move up to uh, Iowa, and I spent the bulk of my, I guess, formative years uh, in Iowa City, Iowa. Uh, I was there from That's like age seven until 17 so you know a a solid 10 years my dad taught at the university of iowa Um, both of my folks uh, are were i mean they're still with us um, uh, world-class classical musicians my mother was a concert pianist is a concert pianist my dad is a world famous my dad is a world famous voice teacher and so you know from an early age i was exposed to uh, a lot of interesting people Uh, lots of different kinds of people uh, racially, you know, diversity, you know, all that sort of thing. And so that was really huge in my formative years. Um, And then after that, uh, we moved to the great state of Texas and we spent a whole bunch of time in Texas. Gosh, what is it, uh, 1986 uh, until my wife and I moved away from uh, Texas in 2011. And uh, so, you know, my my childhood was, uh, you know, interesting because although my dad was the artiste type, um, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, um, his, uh, you know, my love for aviation, you know, is, you know, second only to his. And, you know, I can remember because of the proximity of Warner Robins Air Force Base. Yeah. Guess what? They were going to have some air shows and a half.
0: No doubt. No, yeah. doubt.
1: And when I was four, he took me to the air show and I don't have like a huge memory of this, mm-hmm. but I, I just remember that when the Thunderbirds, you know, they're doing their thing out there and the solo yeah. guy does his sneak pass on, yeah. the, on the crowd. And yeah. my dad said that I climbed him like an, like an oak tree <laughs> you know? and And, and, you know, that scared the fool out of me. But, you know, at the same time, I was fascinated by these machines that could fly through the air. Yeah. And, you know, for the rest of, uh, you know, for for a long time after that, you know, ever since, you know, uh, February last year, I, you know, if I hear an airplane, I'm stretching my neck, looking up and, you know, okay that's this or that's that. Um, and it had actually considered in high school, you know, and in college, joining the Air Force and you know going the yeah. pilot route and and that sort of thing, and and had a different kind of path, um, mm-hmm. you know. And and that's the cool thing that I'm finding out about aviation is everybody's got a different pathway. There's not one one pathway into this thing that we all love, and uh, so ended up ended up. This is again, this story is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. uh ended up uh, pursuing a career as an opera singer, if you can believe No that. kidding. All right. Yeah. All right. And uh, my wife was fully, you know, uh, into the the fact that, you know, her husband was going to be an opera singer, be on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of parallels between aviation and and doing that, because, you know, when we're flying and doing stuff like that, uh, you know, we can be out on the road, you know, seven off, mm-hmm. you know, seven on or, you know, they right. go on trips and things like that. Totally. Um uh, And uh, just as my career uh, in singing was uh, getting ready to take off, I I recognized the fact that I needed to be home. I love my wife. I wanted to be a good husband, have kids and be a good father to them and uh, was called into ministry, you know. Very cool. So so for, uh, you know, a little more than 20 years, I was uh, a worship pastor using those musical talents that God gave me uh, to uh, to help point people to him. Yep. And, um, and it, but, but again, that whole time there was this running discussion between me and my wife, I want to learn to fly. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, pursue the aviation thing. And it was really, um, it was probably, well, it was February of last year that my wife said, Hey, listen, we're in a good financial position. If you want to learn to fly, go for it. And you better believe that, like the next day, this was on our evening walk. You know, yeah. Uh, you better believe eight o'clock the next day I was calling the FBO up saying, "Hey, I want to do the discovery flight. I want to learn to fly." Yeah. And you know, and got in the airplane with, uh, with uh, you know who the guy that was to be my first instructor. And of course, I was hooked, Brian. I mean, that's yeah. that's, you know, I mean, golly, you know, I mean, it, it was it's just the coolest thing ever. And that's uh, fantastic you know, started up the private pilot uh, certificate. Um, I had, uh, you know, I had a lot of hours when I took that private check ride, but I kind of, like so many of us, I had a uh, a long road uh, with a medical, you know, mm-hmm. you run into little things. And, um, you know, once we got that all cleared up, because, you know, we love the FAA, this is going out on the you know out into the ether so let's first say we love the FAA but it, it's slow it's a slow process and that sort of thing yeah. Yeah. Um, in in the midst of all of that um, I, I just began to sense that my time in ministry was coming to an end and mm-hmm. my wife said, well why don't you pursue a career in aviation
0: and I, mm-hmm. and I love
1: that because you know how many guys or gals are out there that that don't don't have the buy-in from their spouses mm-hmm. I mean or it's so expensive or, uh, you know, what are you going to do with your time, you know, and, right. you know, and and that sort of thing. And especially at my age, you know, her question was, can you really do this? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I went out, I'm a researcher, I'm a studier, I'm a, you know, and I, you know, brought that all together. And I said, listen, I said, you know, this pathway that we're on within, you know, 18 months to two years, I can be, you know, flying as a as a professional pilot, whatever that means. It, you know, I'm not stuck on the airlines. I'm not, you know, I'm not stuck on any particular thing. It's, if it's got wings and somebody will pay me as long as it's airworthy, that is, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, um, and so, it, you know, got the, got the private out of the way, got the instrument in February of this year. By May 4th, I was, you know, finishing up, taking my commercial check ride and, you know, Saturday, I'm about to finish up my multi.
0: And, fantastic.
1: Uh, and, you know, and, and all of us, you know, recognize uh, in aviation, there's always a level up. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you get there, you get your commercial certificate, and you're like, yes, I'm a commercial pilot. Now what?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, we're like trees, right? If we're not growing, we're dying. And right. uh, and that and that goes for so many walks of life. Um, so, a, a couple questions. Number one, I'll let you sing on this if you want. I, oh, that's. Well, I'll throw that out there. It's only if you want. But um, very cool. So your uh, your parents were were Hawkeyes uh, in yeah, terms of uh, where they taught. So that we're in Omaha. I'm, we're recording in Omaha. So uh, very cool, man. We were we were practically neighbors. That's uh, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Um, and then uh, so I'm assuming your your parents' influence got you into singing opera. Is that is yeah. that accurate? How yeah. uh, how early did you? I'm I'm just fascinated by that because I can't sing a lick. And uh, I, I'm, I'm just so interested in the people that can do it because I think it's a gift, Uh, just absolutely amazing. So um, what uh, you, you got into, uh, you you know, you got that from your parents, uh, but also you, you also got, you, you mentioned the aviation, uh, the interest in aviation from, from your dad. Yeah. And uh, how, how cool is that Uh, our parents, how much they kind of mold our, 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 kind of our paths uh, as well. Um, so, and, and all your flight training w- was that done in? Uh, was that done in Tampa? Is is everything
1: yeah. gone it, in yeah, Tampa? Okay. It was there, there's actually a there's actually a great little airport. Um, mm-hmm. We we live uh, you know kind of just outside of Tampa, and there's mm-hmm. a town. It's called Plant City and oh yeah, City, yeah 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 plant City's the uh winter strawberry capital of the galaxy you know got it got kind it of the, kind of thing and there's a, a great little airport and uh i don't know if it's okay to mention you know uh companies but
0: oh uh, yeah yeah throw them out there yeah
1: a- airports 12 minutes from my house and atlas aviation was there and i gave them a call and they were great people and have been great people and super
0: Fantastic.
1: um y- you know that that the funny little kind of side story with that is my, my yep. first instructor, Tyler uh-huh. uh, Peterson, who's now flying in the National Guard, um, was a theater major. In oh,
0: very cool. College. Kind of went hand in hand there.
1: Yeah. So right before the pandemic moved to New York, you know, did all that sort of thing. And the pandemic hit. And then mm-hmm. you who know, went to New York City and during the pandemic, right he moved back here and and had, the you know, similar dream that I did, you know, that, that he wanted to fly. But again it's just you know the, the 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 crazy synchronicity that you know there is an aviation that you know you talk to one guy he was a music major another guy was a chemistry major the other guy was a lawyer i mean you know yeah. these different you know types of folks uh, right right of, of aviation yep.
0: absolutely so you were you you did mention something about a slow process for your medical and uh so what you know i'm assuming you you reached the point where you're like and I don't know if this is all going to work out now. Is that was that a a feeling you had at a, at a time when you were dealing with the FAA?
1: I you know I had moments. Okay. But but I just had a, a deep down inside kind of abiding peace about mm-hmm. it enough that my wife was like, "Hey, you need hours, you know, just mm-hmm. build hours." And so yeah,
0: yeah, uh,
1: you know. um, you know, I'd I'd, I'd had a, a fairly traumatic experience. I don't know if I want to go into that on the podcast.
0: No, it's fine. No worries. But
1: but that had uh, you know had had brought some doubt. Uh, sure. My doctors assured me that you're you're good, man. You're cool. you're you're whole. You're a hundred percent. You're
0: yeah.
1: Nothing mental. Nothing you know illegal yeah. or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: and uh and we just had faith that this was the direction that we were supposed to go in. But there were those moments where you're just like, ah, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's really going to happen. And I can remember I was in, I was, uh, my son had broken his foot. Oh my gosh. And yeah. And so we're at the medical ER and he's over there, you know, with his yeah. foot. Oh yeah. And I'm checking the app, you know, the MedExpress yeah. app, you know, yeah. and it, you know, and I, we walked in the place and it said, indes- you know, indecision, And I sat down for a minute and I'm just, you know, bouncing up and down on the seat and I look at it and it's like, you know, green check. (laughs) And I'm in the middle of this medical office, I'm going to be a pilot, you know, know, kind of thing. I love it. My son is, of course, has his head, you know, in his hands, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed.
0: Right. (laughs) That's what great dads do, right? We, we embarrass our kids to a point and that's um, exactly it, it, right. it, it makes them, uh, it makes them stronger as they, as they go along. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, one thing um, that I th- I think is a, uh, is a taboo subject in aviation, that's mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring that up because, you know, you you said you were getting a little frustrated with that. What, what in, in terms of, it's been a long time since I've flown. I, I, I uh, worked to get my license back in 1996 and ran out of money. So going back yeah. to those barriers of entry we were talking about. Yeah. Um, but what about, and, and mental health was such a thing that you didn't talk about back in 1996. And I and I think that right. that still resonates uh, to a point today. What, in terms of, of flight schools and that, is that a subject that they bring up? Is that a subject that they talk about? It is is that something that is uh, that is brought to the forefront they touch on it, I, I and i'm only asking because i really don't know it's been yeah, such a long time I,
1: you know i you know i'm just really thinking about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know of course you know there's you know great attention paid to paid to the pave checklist
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and the whole i'm safe uh thing um i, I think and and you know i've I've read probably a lot of the material that you've read and seen a lot of the articles and mm-hmm. and discussions about that that um you know if if a person's suffering from depression or anxiety or or that sort of thing, that shouldn't be a barrier to continuing you know mm-hmm. um, you know and and how many pilots are out there that you know they depend on that next flight because you know, either they're a contract pilot or mm-hmm. they're worried about getting, you know, losing their flight status and that sort of thing. When, you know, um, it makes me ask the question, are are we doing a good enough job, not just as the FAA doing a mm-hmm. good enough job, but are employers, you know, doing enough job or a good enough job uh, caring about or caring for their employees?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so... Yeah. I Would I say that, you know, during my training, you know, there was a, you know, we had a long discussion about mental health and, and that sort of thing? No, um, but I think that's more an indictment on the fact that, and, and listen, I love my instructor. Enrique yeah, is
0: yeah.
1: a fantastic pilot and a fantastic um, uh, instructor and a, and a great kid, but mm-hmm. he's 25, and so, yeah. you know, I'm a guy in his early 50s who, you know, are you I, I, we're probably at a point now because I've known him over a year and we fly a lot together, just building time and doing stuff like that. Yep. But, you know, if you know, if your average guy you know walks in 35, 45, 55, mm-hmm. you know, is, is there a willingness for that junior person, even though they might have a a intellectual authority?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did they have the, you know, have, the, has it been instilled in them? That, hey, this is a really serious thing to talk about because, yeah. you know, I'm sure lots of people that are out there struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I'm going to lose my way of life forever. If I say, Hey, I'm struggling.
0: Yeah.
1: So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm right there with you. I mean, I think it's, it's a huge issue, but not just an aviation.
0: Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, that, that goes, far beyond yes just the aviation side and it's it's taboo at a lot of places as well so uh, i i appreciate i appreciate it. You, you brought some extremely extremely valid points and uh and i love that um you know you were you were mentioning um you know besides the uh, the faa stuff the medical stuff but what what other uh challenges uh going back from private all the way to where you are now what kind of challenges did you face uh, what kind of uh what kind of stucks did you get uh uh did you uh did you come across as you were uh, as you're doing your training
1: well yeah and you know i think that the interesting thing i've always been a lifelong learner and i love Mm -hmm. information and i love searching the internet for information and learning new things but i i would say for especially someone like myself because i've been surprised how many guys that there are that are just like me that would love to you know do that encore career or you know move into aviation Mm -hmm. um and, and that sort of thing but it's it's learning to exercise that study muscle again i mean yeah. you know shoot you know i was out of uh, college for you know all, almost 30 years when i mm-hmm. you know when i started you know doing this well maybe not that long
0: um, yes.
1: but but even so 20 years and um you know so much of the stuff that we learn in aviation is counterintuitive to what seems you know is is right so you have to know you know you have to know the information (coughs) and you really waste a lot of money if you're not up on your studies yeah and so you know for me it was getting that information or that that study muscle kind of going um and uh as far as the flight stuff was concerned, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I had the same kind of, you know, issues that everybody has, you know, figuring out the flare. Oh, I know that's a bad word, but figuring out the round out, yeah, you, know, yeah. um, you know, doing, you know, doing some things like that. Uh, you know, for me in particular, I'm not a nervous kind of guy, Yeah. but it, it, it was more about me getting out of my own way and having confidence in the abilities Mm -hmm. that I would have. And if I mess something up, I would really take it, you know, personally, personal, you know, I I would really take that personally, not against anyone, but myself. Um, And um, while nobody likes an arrogant pilot, everybody Mm -hmm. wants to have a confident pilot.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: And, um, and where I found that confidence was the confidence in my training, confidence in the checklist um, I don't know everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I can prepare for a lot of situations. Um, it was just funny. I was just I was doing the the, uh, the multi-engine check ride
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and we were in the oral portion then. And, and my DPE said, "All right, so you lose your engine. You're at 6,000 feet, and you lose your engine. What's the first thing that you do?" Yeah. And I said, "Well, I mean, of course you've got the blue line. You know, mixture props, throttle, uh, flaps up, gear up." raise the dead, you know, uh, identify, verify feather. Mm -hmm. And then I grabbed the checklist and he said, exactly right. He said, you might have those things memorized, Mm -hmm. but grab your checklist, you know, go through your checklist. And so, you know, but I think that was the biggest thing. And if you asked Enrique, he would probably say, you know, Ken getting out of his own way, because once I get it, I get it.
0: Right. Right. You know, yeah, uh,
1: but but there's those frustration points, you know, even to sure. the point where like you're not acting like yourself, and it's like because I suck today, you know. <laughs> you know? And, well, I think and, that's and a, we all have those moments. Yeah, 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 and
0: and I think that's a great example of of, of leadership in the cockpit, you know, taking uh, taking ownership of of a mistake that you may have made, and and not not yeah. looking at it and just beating yourself up and saying, okay, here's what I screwed right. up here's how it happened. Now let's figure out a way to improve next time it happens. That's fantastic. That's exactly That's, right. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about, uh, we talk about stress as well, and, uh, I'm assuming you've gone through some stressful situations, uh, during training. I, I've got 40 hours in an assistant 172 and I know I had some stressful situations. What do you do? Uh, what, what's your way of, of handling stress?
1: Well, I, you know, the way that I handle stress is I focus on the process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've been in some stressful situations, obviously in training, but also some stressful situations just out in the real world of, of flying. Sure. And, uh, and, and and really, you know, getting yourself centered up, mm-hmm. uh, center up on, you know, your training, you know what you're doing, you look at your instruments, fly the airplane and breathe that's yeah. the biggest thing for me. And, it, and you know, my habit now is I get lined up on final. The first thing I do is big breath in, let it out and, you know, love fly it. the approach or, you know, fly the landing. And, uh, it. yeah. And it, it's, uh, you know, it's not a Zen thing. It's just, you know, it just makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, have there been moments
1: I'm like, Oh Lord, get me through this. You know, when <laughs> like, I, I put you through flight training, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> you
1: know,
0: yeah. kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, but,
1: but, but, but really that's the biggest thing. And, and I've said more than once uh, to myself in the cockpit, remember your training. Yeah. You know, you know, what, what do you do there? And the muscle memory is there. And, yeah. you know, once you kind of remind yourself, okay, you know, you know what to do here, you know, so do it, just, that's just right. go ahead and do it.
0: Absolutely. And
1: uh, that hasn't failed me yet.
0: That's it. That's, that's, that's fantastic. You know, which we, we, uh, here, uh, are uh, where, where I'm at, we we practice a lot, and uh and that that tends yeah. to get us through those stressful events. You know, hey, um, um, this would stress me out. However, we practice this over and over and over before. I'm dealing with this like it's a normal situation. uh boom. So, all right, Ken, what is the next? Oh, go ahead. I right. what uh, what else you have?
1: Well, I, I was just gonna say, and and you know, the practice thing is it's such a big deal, and and people will say, hey, well, you're here again today, and it's like, well, I'm serious about this, and. you know, I, you know, no one likes to fly in turbulence. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in a small airplane, you know, moderate turbulence in a, in a Piper Cherokee is like severe turbulence, you know, you you know,
0: right, right.
1: That sort of thing. And it, and it's not deliberately putting yourself in dangerous situations, but like, you know, in Florida, it's really best to fly early in the morning and in the afternoon, summertime, but times when I'm like, hey, I know it's gusting a little bit and it's going to be bumpy and I need to get out there and get used to it.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, you know, in safe situations, you know, For um, sure. it, it, you know, you, you just said the the whole practicing thing and it's just going over and over, you know, That's it's it. just that where love it's it. muscle. I love
0: yeah. it. I love it. Okay. So our next my next question is going to be: What does the future look like for you? What are what are your goals? What are you what are you thinking of doing after you uh, after you get your multi done? What's what's the next steps for uh, for yourself?
1: Well, I you know like I said you know getting the multi I, you know the the one thing that I learned from my dad and my mom who were both great teachers both great mm-hmm. teachers is that a lot of the the best improvement that you can make on yourself is when you can actually teach it. Yeah. Um, and and so not that's, you know, moving into a career as a CFI uh, or just having the CFI because, you know, there's a lot of self analysis and, you know, in that process, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if somebody called me up and said, hey, we've got a job for you. You got your twenty five hours of multi. We just need you to get five hundred hours. You know, I'm almost there, you know, yeah. and you know, fly part one thirty five or ninety one or something like that. Um, you know, I, I know that a, a lot of folks get really focused on one thing. Um, and, and I think that's a big mistake in aviation because there's a million different ways,
0: uh,
1: mm-hmm. that you know, you can approach that, you know, I'm, I'm in that weird spot and you know, this, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, from your day job, Yeah, uh, I'm in that weird spot that, yeah, I could probably sit right seat, mm-hmm. uh, but FAA insurance, you know, all those kinds of things. And so it's, you know, it's, it's, you know beginning to look for those opportunities you know spending time at the fbo uh you know talking to other pilots getting to you know that guy flies in who's you know working contract or flying a bonanza for Mm -hmm. a construction company you know it you know you and i both know it's a it's you know the pilot part of it is that's a given you you know Mm -hmm. you're you know if you're not a proficient trained pilot what that we understand that that's just a given but it's the, it's the guys and the gals who don't go out there and understand that it's a, it's, it's about networking. It's mm-hmm. about, are you a guy or gal? Um, and are you easy to work with? Mm-hmm. You know, those, those are the, those are the most, I'm finding this out. Those are the most important things. And along with that, you know, who, you know, and who you get to know, you know, do you just reach out to some guy on, uh, on, uh, LinkedIn, because it looks like he's got an interesting job and, mm-hmm. uh, it would be interesting to know I'm just kind of like we connected on. Yeah, uh, on
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think we share a general curiosity of, of just learning about other people, learning about uh, just yeah. the different things that are out there. And uh, it's fantastic. OK, I've got one more question for you. Um, I don't ask yep. this of, of, of really all of our guests, but I I I, uh, yeah. I always do love just throwing this in there. What's your favorite movie of all time?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I love, I love all sorts of aviation movies. I mean, it would be an easy answer to say the latest Top Gun. Yeah. Um, But outside of aviation movies, probably my, my, my most favorite movie of all time would have to be master and commander. Oh, that's a great one. Love that. That is, that is, that's, you know, that's the one that, you know, of course I own it, but if I'm just flipping through the channels and it's on, it's, it's going to stay on because You know, I love the adventurous spirit, and you know, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, fantastic. That that, some people go, what? You know, yeah. But uh, but but I've read all the books, so
0: yeah, Uh, Yeah. love it, love it, absolutely. All right, Ken, thank you so much for being on the show. I greatly appreciate it. I uh, as as they say in uh, say in Star Wars, we're looking forward uh, to. to your to your progression. I really screwed that quote up. But you know what I mean? We're looking forward <laughs> so to seeing how yeah. you progress. Uh you know, I, I'm I'm hoping uh one of our fans will correct me in a very nice way on that. But uh yeah man, I mean you've got a got a huge future ahead of you. And um and and you said your uh your multi engine check ride was was uh scheduled this Friday you said
1: so it was last. so the first half we did last Friday and we had to discontinue for weather. So okay. Saturday we'll finish it up on Saturday morning.
0: Yeah. Check saturday Uh well well good luck on that and i know that there's going to be a lot of people rooting for you um and uh like i said this this is all about connecting uh people with each other to help each other out so uh i'm glad that that you're you're added to this amazing group of people that have been on the show um we appreciate it and uh will uh what what we're gonna do also is is have you back in a year and we'll see where you're at and how things are going awesome. and uh, what what kind of aircraft yeah. you're flying at that point. So uh, I'm, I'm pumped up, man. I'm pumped up. Cool. So, Me too. Awesome. awesome. Well, take care. Thank you all so much. And uh, look for more episodes uh, coming soon on the Pathway Project.